Welcome, welcome, welcome back. We are so happy to have you tuning in today with Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Hey, hey, baby. We are back in full effect. Yes. 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 Um, we had a, I'm just going to say what we did, a date night. I'm trying to think. You got up and made breakfast today for us. I did. I uh, made breakfast for the family. Yeah. For a family of five. Family of five, and, and we didn't leave anything pretty no, much No, no, it's, 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 it's gone. Just a couple of biscuits. A couple of biscuits, a couple yeah. of biscuits, yes. 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 <laughs> so we wanted to just dive in with that. We did take a ride. Yes, It was yesterday, I think. Or no, yeah, yesterday. We went to go and get something to grab something. We been, went back to Peter Cafe. I yeah. think we've become a, or was that a couple of days ago? No, nah, we was a couple of days ago on Thursday, but we actually went to a place called Tropical Smoothie. Yes, we took a walk. Yeah. I date with you so much because we, you know, are in quarantine right now. Yeah, no, so yeah. Dates so, are running into each right. other. Right. So we had some tropical <laughs> smoothie and it is the bomb. I love we love. Yeah, we yeah, we're doing smoothie. commercials all over. Just yes. throwing commercials they out there. Out there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked out Tropical Smoothie, check it out. They're very delicious and calorie friendly and all that good stuff. And they're dairy free, I believe so, because I can't yeah, do a lot are. of dairy. They are dairy free. And so that's one thing I really enjoy that yeah. I can go there and not have a stomach ache when I leave, but you didn't tune in to hear about my belly and nothing like that. Today, we're going to talk about commitment. Commitment. Yes. We have been married for, drum roll, how many years, baby? 19 years on September 22nd. Come on. Hey, hey. Yes. It's good when a husband knows. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes, 19 years um, this September. September and 22nd. Yeah, he's specific. September 22nd. September 22nd, yes. Yes. And so we think we can talk a little bit about commitment, you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to dive into um, discussing that today. And of course, we're going to get, you You don't have to take our word for it. We're definitely going to back it up with the word of God mm-hmm. um, on how we have um, kept commitment in our lives, have, have committed to our marriage and things like that. So we're definitely going to dive in. And you know me, I'm going to start off with definitions because I love, I love words. So mm-hmm. let's see here. <clears throat> commitment says a state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, devotion, allegiance, loyalty, faithfulness, fidelity, fidelity oh, excuse me. Um, what a, what a, I can't even read my word. Fidelity. I'm sorry. Fidelity. <laughs> I can't read my own writing. Bond. Attentiveness. A promise to do or give something. A promise to be loyal to someone or something. The attitude of someone who works very hard to do or support something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Commitment. What does that look like to most people? Commitment to someone or to activity or just committing to a diet. I mean, commitment is, that's a loaded word. What you have to say, babe? Well, I, 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 uh, when I read that, when I think about commitment, it's, it's um, connected to something that's bigger than you, mm-hmm. um, connected to something that's going to make you better mm-hmm. and staying connected to something that's going to help you to grow. And so, you know, when you're committed to a marriage per se, or just any other relationship, mm-hmm. um, there should there's no there's no conditions att- attached to it. And sometimes, what 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 comes in with the lack of commitment is is we have unrealistic expectations on people. Yeah. Um, we compare our situation with other people. Ooh, no, no. Um, <laughs> when you're committed to somebody, you're committed to that person and that person only. So you're committed to their flaws. 
you committed to their shortcomings. You could, you you know, when you you committed to their, you know, when you see them, you like, oh, I love at first sight. They look good. They smell good. He talks well. She talks good. She just all this. But but when you get to know that person and you get to see their flaws, are you gonna still be committed to them? And so and so and so I, I tell individuals, especially singles, I tell people when they're dating someone, see the person at their worst. See the person at their at their at their at the, when they're when they're not when they're just bare bare you know bare they don't have anything on they don't have any you well, know well you have to be specific about that okay no not, not 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 butt naked not naked not naked I'm just, let's say keep keep it holy bare face bare, maybe bare, bare, just yeah bare face no makeup uh no haircut uh just seeing a per- you seeing this person for who they really are. Or it, even going through a situation. Going through, too, the, babe. Go, 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 you're going through a situation. You go like you're going through a tough situation. Yeah. And you see a person for who they really are. That's the person that you want to get you want to say you're committed to. Because if the person that you're seeing doesn't match the person that you meet first does not match with the person that you get to know, then you got there's some red flags. You gotta get to know people. And so I could say, you know, over the last I've been knowing my wife for twenty six years now. Mm-hmm. I met my wife in ninety four in college. Mm-hmm. And so um, she's been she's been pretty consistent the whole time I've known her. She's been one way. My wife, just like any other person, has her days. I've had my days. And so and so sometimes you don't you don't like your spouse as much, but mm-hmm. but the but the love, the unconditional love that you have in Christ is greater than the like that you have for that person. That 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 love that you have in Christ can override and say, you know what, I'm gonna accept this person for who they really are. Aside from this person being uh, an axe murderer or some, or uh, somebody that's beating you or mm-hmm. doing anything physically mm-hmm. to you, uh, outside of that, and the person is within their uh, with within grounds, within rules, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they're 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 working their salvation in Christ, they're living a life for, for God, and they're doing their best to make not only themselves better in Him, but also because I'm gonna tell you this. Mm-hmm. Let you in on a little secret. You can't. You can't change them. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. You can't change your spouse. I don't care how much you try to yeah. do. I don't care. I don't care how much you try to tell them or fuss or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you you can't change your spouse. My wife can't change me. Mm-hmm. My wife can influence me, mm-hmm. but my wife can't change me. But my but my wife changes me through her life with her life for God, and then how she when she goes to prayer for me. Yeah. And so God mm-hmm. is the one that changes God. me. Thank you. God is the one that changes me. And so so but God uses her as a grace of God as a grace his grace in my life, and he uses her life to bless me. And so so that it's it's a mixture of her life, what's on her life. Is a mixture of what what's what's uh, what her praying and, and and all those things will cause me to love her even more because I'm committed to the Christ in her. Mm-hmm. So when I start putting my commitment in her, then that's when I lose all all track of what's going on. But but when I'm when I'm when I'm committed to the to the God in her, mm-hmm. then God is going to cause me to love her even more because God wants me to love her just like just like Jesus loved the that's church. Scripture. That's yeah. scripture. Mm-hmm. And so and so I want to go to a scripture. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna go right to it. Um, I'm gonna go to Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians chapter chapter five, and we're gonna read chapter, verse twenty-one. This is a bad word in the body of Christ right now. Uh-oh. This is a bad word. Period. Um, to 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 to, 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 um, to most marriages, uh, one man, one woman. Uh, it says, "Submit yourself one to one another in the fear of God." That word submission has got a lot of people turned off because no one wants to. Without first before before you first before you commit you must you must first submit. Mm, Let me say that again. Good. Before you commit, you must first submit. 
So submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. See, mm-hmm. God has a big part of you submitted to your spouse. I'm not submitting to my wife because she's 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 Lonnie. I'm I'm submitting to her because mm-hmm. God in the fear of God because that's her that's his daughter. So when I submit to her in the fear of God, that makes submission so much better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that commitment comes in there because I'm submitting to her. Even through the rough times, the bad times, you know, the the the, the up and the ups and downs, I'm committed to the fear of God. As I'm, I'm committed to her as a, to the fear of God. Let me keep reading. Mm-hmm. It says, "Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord." Mm-hmm. And sometimes a lot of men stop right there. Mm-hmm. They say, "Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands." Mm-hmm. So, 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 woman, submit to your own husband. Amen. Let the church say amen. Don't submit to nobody <laughs> else's husband. Come on. Don't submit to no submit to your own husband. Submit amen. some. You know, you got a you got a you got a boyfriend. You should be dating that boyfriend to marry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you submit your you submitting your, to your own husband. And then it then it says verse twenty three, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is a savior of the body. Now I know, boy. I just, I just didn't, I just oh, didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, sh- I shared some stuff, stuff when it says the husband is the head of the wife. Yes, the wife. It says right there in the scripture in Ephesians five twenty three. It says the husband is the head of the wife. But the mm-hmm. man, but being the head of the wife doesn't mean a dictator. Come on, mm-hmm. it's not a dictator. Head, the head of the woman is the head of the the head of the wife. The head of the wife means that you are. You are a cover for the household. Yeah. You make sure that she's taken care of. Okay. You make sure that the children are taken care of. You make yeah. sure you minister to the kids. You make sure that she has a smile on her face. Is one thing that a man told me a long time ago, and I take it, it I take it, I take it as such. He said that. <laughs> he said <laughs> that. <laughs> he said you can tell how the the marriage is by the countenance of the wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like to say this. I take. I'm gonna put a spin on that. I want to say that. You can tell the, the the wife is the womb, the wife is the window inside the marriage. Yeah. So you know you look through a window and you see you looking inside of a, like a, a, a store or some kind of clothing store and you're looking at that bad fur coat. He's like, man, that's a bad fur coat, you bad gym shoes. Coat. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he said, he said gym shoes. Fur coat. Yeah, sorry. I know. Go ahead, gym, go ahead. Gym, that's, a, that's a nice gym. That's some nice gym shoes. Yeah. Those those gym shoes, those gym shoes are fire. They nice. Uh, they they nice. But the thing is, when you're looking at a woman. Looking at her wife, she's the window. She's the she's the display item inside the the side of marriage. So guess what? What am I saying? If I see a woman who's happy, who's full of joy, and she's married, that lets me know. That lets me know she's the she's the window side. What's going on inside their house? Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I see a woman that's miserable, not happy, she's going through some things. Most of the time, that's that's attributed to her household. What's going on in her household with her marriage? So I I, I judge a lot of times. I don't prejudge. But if you hang, if you if you're if you're around certain people, a lot of, a lot of times that woman who's emotionally, uh, who women are typically, they, they respond with their emotions. Mm-hmm. So if if you respond with your emotions, you know you, that, that lets me know your emotional state is connected to your household because the woman is like the temperature gauge inside the house. The woman, the thermometer, the thermometer. So the the man is, I think I heard once somebody say the woman, the man is the temperature gauge. But the woman is the thermometer. Mm. So if I if I see the thermometer and that that thing is like hot, this is <laughs> that lets me know how the marriage is. But if it's cold and I see that lets me know how the marriage is. Let me keep reading. Mm-hmm. 
verse 20, verse 24. Therefore, as the church is subject to uh, unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But husbands, watch this here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh -oh. Husbands, <laughs> love your wife even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Yeah. Every man shall be willing to give his life for his wife and mm -hmm. for his household. Just like Jesus gave his life for the church, your mentality is like, I'm, will, I'm willing to die to make sure my wife is taken care of. You're willing to make sure that she, you're willing to sacrifice for your wife. You're willing to protect your wife at all costs. Mm -hmm. And that, that means protect her spiritually. Mm -hmm. That means protect her financially. That means protect, protect her physically, emotionally. That emotionally. You're here to protect her on every level. My job is to cover my wife everywhere, everything. Mm -hmm. One thing about men, we always want to fix things, right? Yes. Some things we can't fix, we take it to the Lord in prayer. But your job, that's spiritual. But you should always be looking to give your life. Mentality should, should be like, I'm not going to serve me first. I'm going to make sure she's taken care of. So, so a lot of times when she may be fixing food for all the kids with me personally, and I'm not perfect, I had to, and I still miss it. But a lot of times my, my job, my, my, I always strive when she's fixing, when we go somewhere and she's fixing food for all the kids, I fix her plate too. Mm -hmm. I can't eat unless my wife eat first. I appreciate it. Oh, my kids eat first because mm -hmm. I don't feel good sitting down. My wife, my wife, I'm eating <laughs> and my wife scrambling trying to fix all the kids' food. I, I fix a place. I bet you want something to eat. Yeah. Sometimes I think. Sometimes I get on my wife's nerves. I'm like, what else you want? <laughs> what else you want? I'm in the midst of. I appreciate it, but I'm in the midst. Yeah. And really, it's our baby girl because the big boys they yeah. on their own. They we got preteen and teenager. Yeah, twelve. It's really the baby that we're trying to right. you know, get her food together. And I'm usually trying to. She's so picky. I'm trying to do this. You like, baby, what you want, baby? And I'm like, mm, just get whatever you know. Just put it on the plate. Yeah, yeah. And so. I think I need to appreciate that more. Right. I really. Should appreciate that more and don't take it, you know, lightly. Right. Appreciated that. Yeah. So, so that that's so I so I eat last, <laughs> and then and then so it says you're giving yourself up for her. Mm -hmm. Then verse 26 it says he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. So what am I doing? I am. I'm not only financially, physically. And and, and, and and doing those things, but I'm also spiritually making sure that she's sanctified by the washing of the word, by leading her with the word of God and, and, and minister the word to her. It washes her. And then verse 27, that it might present to himself a glorious church, not having a spot, wrinkle, or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. So verse 28, so all so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies, and he that loves his wife loves himself. So yes. guess what? Mm -hmm. When I love my wife, I love myself. Yeah. And that's a commitment to do that. Mm -hmm. So if I don't love my wife, if I don't love my wife, I don't love myself. Oh, wow. Wow. So so if I treat my wife any kind of way, then I don't love me because we're one. We're one flesh. Mm -hmm. God looks at us as one. And that's a commitment. That's a that's a that's a lifelong thing you do as a man. You're always to, you're always looking to do more for her than you do yourself. And guess what? The Bible says you love you love you. He who loves his wife loves himself. So guess what? If I cheat on my wife, I hate. I, I don't love myself. If I go out and look at another woman and mess around with another woman, I don't. I don't love myself because why? I am one with my wife, and God is expecting me to take care of His daughter, and that takes commitment. Wow. Yeah. That's good, babe. Yeah. I was just um, thinking. I, I, I'm grabbing this real quick because I was thinking about when you were saying that. Um, yeah. The vows, the wedding vows. I think, you know, we a lot of times. Um, because we get so wrapped up in the, the, the marriage part, the wedding, the wedding. And we have to stop and really look at what the vows say. Mm -hmm. And 
the vows really are talking about commitment. When we're saying, I take you to be my wife or my husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish, till death do us part, according to God's holy holy law. And this is my solemn vow. Right. So we're, we're doing that not only in front of our many guests that we've invited and loved ones and friends and you know, but we're doing this in front of God and right. we're saying we're committed to each other and it broke down everything. There's sickness and health and better for worse. I mean, a lot, I mean, we're in like, we're in quarantine right now. So, and we've been in for quite a few days and, and like he said, you're going to see the better and the worse because you know, you're, you're not stuck, but you get to stay in safe with your family in right. the home. But you're more our arguments can flare up now because we're seeing each other more often right. and we have to remember that we're committed to each other mm-hmm. regardless for better for worse for sickness and health you know to death do us part you know but really going back to those vows and our our original commitment that god that we are a blessing to each other um and not treat each other like furniture you yeah. know like you're part of the furniture you know it's a part of the furniture but really thinking on those vows. Um, yes, good. When I thought about it, when you said some things, you were like, um, I have to commit to my wife, you know, and I have to, um, loving her is loving myself, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's something we have to get back to. Um, cause we live in a very selfish society and everybody's like, I'm going to get mine. You know what, you know, I'm gonna have my little stash over here. And when I, I, this is a commitment that when I became your wife, Everything came with that. You know what I'm saying? You took upon everything that I brought in this marriage. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't something I'm going to leave a little bit for myself. When you commit, that's going all in. Like it said, um, to give something or to promise to be loyal to someone or something. um, You work very hard to support something. And I want to, we should want to support our marriage. Or if we're committed, if you're single, hello? If you're single and you need to be committed to, uh, you can be committed to a rela- a, re- a, re- a relationship and be, because th- those seeds that you're sowing in that relationship, if you want it to go further in the future, start committing good seed in that mm-hmm. relationship. Right. How about friendships? Mm-hmm. You know, practice with those, being committed and giving and not just always being a taker. Even on your job, you commit to those things. Hey, let's even even better. Let's commit to a good relationship, a great relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. And I think that's let's back it all up. Our commitment to Christ. Because mm-hmm. how can we learn how to commit if we don't know how to commit to God first? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we have to. That's the foundation of any commitment. Right. Is um, being committed to God. You have something, baby? Yeah. Being committed to God. I thought about the scripture. Um, I was reading. um First Corinthians seven okay. and it says, uh, verse one, it says now concerning the things, concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Yeah. Nevertheless, verse two, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Mm-hmm. And I believe the scripture also talks about, um, So you look on and in chapter seven verse, I'm gonna I'm gonna read First Corinthians chapter seven verse nine. Okay, it says, "But if they cannot marry, let them marry, for it is better to better than to burn." 
but unto Mary to the burn. Mm-hmm. And unto, unto the Mary, I command ye, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. So I'm not going to get mm-hmm. into that. But, you know, um, the single person, I want to tell you that when you are, my wife hit on a very good point. When you are um, single, you're committed to God. Yes. Your commitment is to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when you're committed to the Lord, you are being in a position where you are being prepared in that sense for commitment to your to your husband or your wife. So when you're committed, when you are committed to God, that means you won't cheat on God. That means cheat, mm, you won't commit adultery yeah. on God. You won't, you won't, you know, you won't cheat on God. You won't uh, lie to God, right? Mm-hmm. You'll stay committed to him. You'll stay, you'll stay focused on, you'll love God, you know? And so when you, when you, when God sends you, cause remember the scripture says in, in Genesis, it says he told, he, she, you know, God told Adam that it's not, it's not good that man should be alone. Yes, now that man is not just talking about Adam in the sense, he's talking about man, woman too. So it's not good that you should be alone. God never created you woman or man to be alone. Right. And so if you're, if you're in a situation where you're believing God for your spouse, Believe in God, and you and this and this and, and the waiting period is getting to you. Yeah. Know that God has already promised in His Word mm-hmm. to bring somebody to you. Yeah. Like I said, woman, He's gonna present a man to you. You don't have to go after a man. Because yeah. remember, the Bible says, "He who finds a, a man, uh-huh. who, he who finds a good wife, he who finds a good wife finds a good thing." Good woman, you are a good thing. Yes. Yes, man, right. you are searching for your good thing. Yes. So, woman, don't go out and trying to try to go out and get mm-hmm. a man. Cause don't try, don't go out and try to make an Ishmael. Mm, yeah. Don't try to, cause you know Abraham tried to go, tried to get. He got with Hagar and mm-hmm. said, you know, maybe God said this should be like this. Right. Let God present your your husband to you, man. You seek your wife out. Now I know they got different avenues. Now I know they got yeah. different things yeah. online. You know, online stuff. I'm not saying that's not that's right. that's not that's 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 not even. I don't say that's not scriptural because we know people that that has uh-huh. that, that that went online and they have successful relationships. But what I'm saying is, make sure you search your spirit and make sure that that is the will of God for your life. That particular spouse, that particular husband or wife that you connect yourself, man or woman, you know, make sure that when you God, let God present that woman or man to you. That's and you know what? It's okay. The thing about it is, um, worship while you wait. Yes. I, I, That's a good I, word. That's good. I think it, it allows that time to not, it's just, it's a pleasant time. And I'm not, I'm not, I, I got, we got married at 27. Yes. And, you know, I'm glad at that age because, you know, I, the things that are going on right now in society, it can be very difficult trying to keep yourself holy and trying to keep, and I'm not knocking if you have already, you know, have premarital sex or anything like this is not a condemnation fest. This is, if you know within your heart, like, Hey, I need to turn this around. You can be renewed right now. You can repent and turn from that. If you even if you in the bed right now with that person and you listening to this podcast, you be like, I know God got something better for me. I know he has that person for me and he's working on me right now. Mm-hmm. So turn it from that. But what I'm saying is worship while you wait and don't be so intrigued with getting married. Because I'm telling you, Satan will accommodate you with some stuff like like hubby was talking about a Ishmael. Like I think I said a couple of broadcasts before. Uh, podcasts before that I was presented with the Ishmael. Mm-hmm. My Isaac was on his way, but I was presented with an Ishmael. 
And this Ishmael, I'm telling you, when Satan bring an Ishmael, he ain't going to bring somebody that's sloppy and looking crazy and, and broke and driving a hoopty doopty. He going to bring somebody that's, that's flashy to your eyes. That's like, oh, hey, yeah. But it's just something that ain't right. And your spirit, if you don't allow your flesh to just run rapid, mm-hmm. I got to get married. I'm getting hot in the pain. I got to, I got to. No, no, no. You focus and allow your spirit to lead, your spirit man to lead. And I'm telling you, worship while you wait. Yes. Get involved with sowing into other things. There are so many people that could you could provide your services to. Go get keep yourself busy in the things of God. Going out serving. And you know, I think about Ruth and Boaz. I think about how she was out. I hope I'm doing the story right. <laughs> she was out. Is that that's correct? Looking Boaz? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was out serving and she wasn't mm-hmm. looking all, you know what I mean? But Boaz saw her, right. you know, and I'm like, be out there serving and right. giving to the community. And right now is a, a grand time. If you know yes. how to sew and you got a little extra time, make the, make the, um, the, the face mask or you're going out. I want to help out and do some food or do some things like that. I'm telling you, fill those times with not sitting around looking at, Oh, such and such got engaged. And I know it bothers you. It can get, when you're getting older, I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective because my sister, my younger sister got married before me. Mm. And I remember um, a family member told me that I was going to be, uh, what did she say, an old maid. And I was the same year, I graduated from college the same year my sister got married. And it was like, a slap in my face, like, I'm just coming out of college. What are you talking about? And I didn't have a prospect in nowhere <laughs> that I knew of at the time. You know, my husband and I were just friends, but we weren't kicking it like that. But what I'm saying is just just being transparent, mm-hmm. I felt really low. I felt like, dang, you know, because I'm not getting married. I'm not, you know, I'm going to be an old maid. I'm only 20. I was like 20 whatever years. I ain't going to say how long it took me to get out of school, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I was in my 20s and it hurt my feelings for a minute. But I didn't take that chance to be like, let me go just jump with anybody and get married with just anybody because I didn't want to be called considered an old maid. I knew and I had to find out through the word of God my value. And I knew I was worthy of getting the right man for me. That meant if it had to take five more years or six more years, I was willing to wait for God's best and my okay. You know what I'm saying? My and, and the thing about it is when you work something up, you got to keep working at that. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of work. Like, of course, in our marriage, we work our marriage. You just can't let your marriage just sit there and just go dormant. You know, just be like, oh, whatever. You know, we have to work our marriage. Mm-hmm. But when you create something, you got to keep feeding that beast. You got to keep trying to make it work, mm-hmm. you know, because it was originally not supposed to be for you. But you're just trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just what I wanted, just a little nugget I wanted to say. Yeah, um. that, that, that was a, that was that was that was a pretty 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 big nugget. Oh what <laughs> that was that big chicken yeah, nugget that, you that, get. That, 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 that extra nugget. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, um it, you know, I love to hear my wife minister about uh her her testimony because uh it, it just lets you know, man, that it's uh it's, it's never too late. Never. And and, mm-hmm. and how she did it was just awesome. Glory um, to God. But I, the scripture I wanted to, to mm-hmm. I, I kind of got lost in the scripture, but I wanted okay. to, for the single person, I wanted to um, put the scripture out here. First, uh, First Corinthians chapter seven, verse 32 and 33. Oh, that's the one you were looking for. Uh, that's the one for. I was looking for. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, it says, but I, ha- I will have you without carefulness that 
that he that is unmarried care for the things that belong yeah, to the Lord, yeah. how he may please the Lord. Mm-hmm. Your job right now, like my wife said, like Ruth was in the in the ground threshing the floor, right? And, and Boaz seen her. Mm-hmm. She was busy not only serving and 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 doing threshing the floor, but she's also taking care of Naomi. Yeah. You know, yeah. so Ruth was focused on the, the affairs of taking care of her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And so she was focused on the care of others. And then verse 33 says, but he that is is married care for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. Right. So one single person, verse 32, you're focused on the things of the Lord. And then verse 33, your, fo- your focus is not only just on the Lord, but you're focused on your spouse. And God's going to show you how to minister to your spouse. Like going back to my original, um, my original statement, if you're committed to God, you be committed to your mm-hmm, spouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because God's going to make sure that when you're committed to him, he's going to make sure that everything lines up to what you have, what you want, because you're committed to him first. So the commitment is for Christ. Okay? Yeah. So I'm going to turn to one more scripture. Okay. Turn to 1 Corinthians 11, 3. Okay. We're talking about alignment right here. Oh, yeah. I heard Tony Evans say this one thing, and it, it, it really, really blessed me, and oh, it, yeah. it really refreshed my, my heart in regards to my marriage. See, the thing is, just because I've been 19 years married don't mean I stopped growing. I never stopped growing. Same. I'm always looking to grow and be a blessing to my family, particularly my wife. Mm-hmm. But he talked about alignment. And he said, when 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 you have stuff out of alignment, just like you got your spine out of alignment or anything, when anything's not lined up the right way, the the it's not gonna flow right. So um, I love my first first um, Corinthians chapter eleven verse three. It says, "But I will have you know that the head of every man is Christ." Yes. You need to know where your head is, who his head is. Any man that you meet, woman of God. You need to know that the head of that the head of that man is Christ. If you're gonna get in the commitment to a man, and he's shucking and drive, he's shucking the job and messing around, mm-hmm. and he's not committed to going to church, not even church. He's not committed to hearing from God. Right. He's not committed to you know to to reading his word. He's not committed to God the right way. You gotta want you wanna look at that. Yeah. Look at his. You can judge a man. You can judge a man, woman, by the the commitment that he has in Christ. Look at his commitment level to God. And you would judge whether it be committed to you. Every man is Christ. Every every the head of every man is Christ. Watch this. The head of the woman is the man. Mm-hmm. The head of the woman is the man. Again, you can tell how that man is by how if he's committed to God first, he can he be committed to you. Hmm. Look at how he flow. Look at how he he, he handles himself. Look at how he handles himself around friends. Look if he's trying to pressure you to have sex before marriage. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so you know, no condemnation if you have you had sex outside of marriage. That's not I'm not, not I'm not saying yeah, that right. the right way is not to do anything no. uh, before marriage, but you should look at his commitment level to God. Mm-hmm. As a single person, look at his commitment level to God. That's how you, that's how you judge his his track worker to God. And then it says the head of the woman is the man, and the head of the, the head of the head of Christ is God. So you're 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 following that that hierarchy of alignment, so the house can flow freely. Yeah. When you when you out of alignment, when you got the head of the when you got the woman acting as the head of the household, Ooh, and the man is not really stepping up in his position, that is 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 out of alignment. Right. I don't care what you say. You might not like what I say right there, but when you got the woman who's the head of the household and the man that mm-hmm. that that's not in his position, the yeah. house is is out of joint, mm-hmm. it's out of alignment, it's yeah. not flowing right, it's not going, it's not going right. So you have to have a mindset that that man has to be the head of the woman, that head of that man has to be Christ, and guess who get guess who's the head of Christ? God is. Yeah. So everybody has a head that they're submitted to. Right. And so I'm not I'm not in rulership over my wife. I'm in mm-hmm. rulership with my wife. Yes. Over yes. the household. We're in covenant, we're in covenant partnership. 
which we'll talk about later on. We got another podcast coming up soon. But we are Kevin Covenant Partnership working together and flowing together as God lead us so we can lead our household the right way right. and not being out of alignment. And I, I, that's that's good, baby. Because I, I, I think I, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. That's yes. a mouthful mm-hmm. of being aligned. Everybody's in their position. I yes. thought about um, Dr. Um, R.A. Uh, Werner. Vernon. Yes. Vernon. And we were listening to a, uh, one of his um, uh, Zoom calls or something recently. And it says, don't tell me who you're over. Not until you tell me who you're under. Mm. And I think that's something that Ooh, that's good. single. And I know he was talking like pastoral, but you can bring that into um, a relationship. Don't tell me what you over. I'm over this and over this. But if I, you know, if you're not under God and we don't have the same father, mm. there's a disconnect. Because right now we all out of sorts. Until that can get in line. Mm-hmm. Don't don't sell yourself short, sweetheart. Don't think, well, I can win him to Christ. You know what? Walk with him as a brother and sister in Christ, but don't try to, you know, you're trying to, don't, like my husband said earlier, don't try to change a man. That takes God to change a man. Right. That takes your prayers to pray for that man. You have to look at him as your brother in Christ and pray for him. When you said all about being in line, I thought about the scripture, Psalms 128. I know we're about to wrap up, but scriptures keep coming up. And it said, um, when you said about everybody being in line, I thought about the scripture, your wife would be like a fruitful grapevine Mm. flourishing within your home. Your children will be like vigorous young olive trees as they sit around your table. And I'm, I'm thinking that when that man is in his right position, and you know, that's a whole nother podcast we can go on, yeah. just being in the right position, how everything else flows. A grapevine just flows all over. I mean, she could be, she's, a, you know, a, a grapevine, if we go into the study of that, you know, mm-hmm. and then olive trees are set around your table because you're in the right position. Mm. Wow. Because everybody's committed, doing they're committed to what they're supposed to do. And, you know, uh, the one thing about an olive tree, uh, an olive tree it, it gives forth an oil mm. that that's so rich and it's good not only for you, but it's good for your it's good it's good it's good for the household. It's good for the body of the household. Yes. It's good for your body, period, but it's good for the body of your household because everything is flowing the right way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you when you when you got everything aligned up like my wife said, mm-hmm. the woman becomes that that nice fur in the window. That you see, mm-hmm. or that nice those nice shoes, and you say, "Man, I want to go in that store and buy those shoes." Because mm-hmm. why? You're seeing the the fruits of that marriage being refreshed through your wife. Because mm-hmm. why? The one the woman is the window side of the marriage. Yeah. Another wow. thing too. Another thing too. Another thing too. I wanna I wanna implore and say this one statement. When you are about to when you're about to get inside of a, you know, when you're inside your marriage and you're connecting to your, your spouse, always remember that they're imperfect just like you. Yes. They're not perfect. They are not perfect. They're going to miss it. Woman, don't pressure that man to get in his position. Pray for him as yeah. much, as much as, as frustrating <laughs> it may be because my wife <laughs> has to work with me. My wife been working with me. My wife has my wife has prayed for me. She's been on her knees for me for years. And you've been on my, on your yeah. knees for me. So baby, so so we 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 are in partnership with each other. So yes. be patient with that man. Yeah. You know, be patient with him. Work with him. Pray for him. God will make that man great. And don't compare yourself. 
Don't compare your marriage to another marriage. No. Don't compare another man to your to your husband. Don't do that. That's not yeah. fair to your husband. No. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compare my wife to another woman. That's not my wife is specifically who she is, mm-hmm. and that's when the adultery comes in. That's oh, when yeah, fidelity that's comes infidelity. in. That, the, in that, I mean infidelity, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's okay. in, infidelity comes in because <laughs> what you're doing, you're thinking, I heard once one person say, the grass may greet the, the grass may greet, be greet on the other side, but you just gotta water where you're at. Ooh, and make the good. and make the grass green where yeah, you're at. Yeah. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that focus on the God, the God in your wife, and the God in your marriage, and God will make it flourish. You just got to be committed mm. to it. It's a it's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. Well, baby, you sealed that up, and plus we have some some lawn work. Our neighbors doing some lawn work next door, so we're gonna get ready to wrap up this. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrap up this broadcast. So if you hear anything in the background, hey, it's life. This yeah. is real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but this has been fun, babes. I really enjoyed. Um, just having this coffee talk about commitment and just um, we had three C's that we want to leave with you is commitment, communication and consistent. Yes. To be consistent about anything that you got. You have to do that, but you have to commit to it. You need to communicate. That is so we don't have enough time to go into that. But that's a key component. Communicate. You can't assume the other person knows what you're feeling. You right. have to talk to them and being consistent. You're doing something, be consistent about it. Don't just do it today and stop tomorrow mm-hmm. or next week. So we're going to just um, wrap this up, tie it up in a bow. And this is probably going to, you're going to hear some more things. We have another broadcast that's going to come after this. We may tie it into this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have some special guests. We're so excited um, that we're going to have on. And we're going to talk about and go even deeper with commitment and covenant and all of those different so things. So we may we may make this a part one. Yeah. Make, this, make, 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 yeah. make it a p- commitment part one. Commitment part Part and one. then we're gonna do a part two with another couple that we know we know that we know and love who we really really we really really love. Yes. And in our circle, so yeah. yeah. So we just wanna, and that's yeah. gonna be. I mean, enjoy. We hope that you enjoy. We just really wanna give you even more um, information about uh, commitment. Yeah. So through our lives, and we hope that this has blessed you. Yes. Like we said, if you wanna reach out to us, you can reach us. And what's our email, baby? Uh, better together. That's better. T W O the number two. Um, to be, the better <laughs> TWO together at gmail.com. So that's that's better TWO the number two together G E T H E R at G at gmail.com. Yes, you can reach out to us if you have any prayer requests or anything that you want us to you know to to, to um pray about. Definitely I said prayer requests, right? Yes. So that's what I'm saying. This is live, this is unfiltered. Mm-hmm. So we do bloopers and all that stuff, but hey, we're having fun, it's coffee talk. So We want to say thank you so much for tuning in with us today with Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. You have a blessed day on purpose.